Boker Tov, good morning everybody. Today is December 18th. Yalla. Alright, so if you remember, we were left off on Friday. We we're talking about a guy that wants to join the, uh, the city committee, town committee, page 103. And he was talking about, uh, he. we know that he uh, he lied under oath, under oath falsely regarding some monetary case. And now he's trying to be part of the committee of the community, right? That was the that was the conversation we were in. So we'll pick up where we left off. It's about mm, about 15 <coughs> lines in the first into into the in, the in the first column. 15 lines down. The first word of the line is Ashkenaz, towards the end of the line. Ad kan torav she'elatchem. Okay, so we'll start right there. She'elatchem is the first one on the line. It says any kedai she'shilachtem elai. I'm not worthy to answer this question. Omnam kach datinote. This is my thoughts. You cannot put this person into, you know, on the committee. Until he goes to one of the big rabbis, asks him how to make proper teshuvah, makes the teshuvah, then you can talk about putting him on the committee. Why? Since it's clear to you that you guys swore falsely, Right, Bishvil Hamud Mamon. He has, uh, you know, Ta'avot, yeah. desires for money. It's a monetary case. Whatever he swore about falsely, and we see that he's not obviously wor- uh, trustworthy when it comes to money. Gara miganav vigazlan detarte avde. He's worse than a ganav and a gazlan because he actually did both of them. Why? Vetalmud aroch perech shivuata edut. Man over there, in it's in Masechet Shivuot. How do we know that one of the judges knows something, right, about the other judge, that the other judge is not trustworthy, and he's a ganav or a gazlan, that he's not allowed to sit on the court with him to be a judge with that person? Pasuk says, Midvar sheker tirhak. You move away from something that has to do with falsehood. Stay away as far as you can. Okay. Vetuve hakahal. These committee members that you're talking about, when they sit down to discuss right communal issues that has to do with the community at large, they're like the betim. They're sitting down to discuss community issues. They're going to make decisions that's going to affect the entire community. They're like a betim, so you can't put somebody there that's not worthy to be that worthy to be there. That the people that are on the committee, Right, because they're gonna they're going to uh, you know institute certain takanot or gizerot or whatever it is that they want the community to be involved with. They're making the rules that kabetin is being and therefore if this person if he's known to be somebody that swore under oath falsely and lied about money, you can't. You, he's not qualified. He's not qualified. Since this is true now, even though it's explicit in this agreement that you've made, that you've forgiven him for his uh, infractions, yeah, right? Whatever he did, it doesn't matter. You already you already forgave him. He says, listen, when this guy right, uh, swore falsely under oath, so he damaged you monetarily, but he also transgressed a swear, the oraita, right? And he, who says you're allowed to forgive that portion? The portion of the money that was yours to forgive, you're allowed to forgive. But he transgressed Hashem also. That's not yours to forgive. 
That's God's to forgive. And that only happens if he makes Teshuvah. So I don't care if it says that you guys forgave him and now you, you say, oh, now we have to put him because we forgave him. No, no, no. There's two different things over here. Making Teshuvah ben Adam l'chaviro is not the same as ben Adam l'makom. This transgression had two aspects to it. It had the fact that he took your money and also the fact that he swore falsely under oath. That swore falsely under oath needs its own Teshuvah. He says, Your portion you can give a heter for, you can forgive him. But the portion that goes to Hashem, who says, who says you have the right to forgive that? And therefore, right? A person who friends is a pasuk that is calling. And he says, yeah, a person who did something to his friend, you can you forgive him, you pray for him, fine. But the, the portion for God, who's, who's going to do that? He says, right, we know clearly that if a person does something to me personally, it doesn't matter how many korbanot he brings or how many times he says, Anna, until he comes to, to make peace with me and to, to fix, uh, fix whatever he did, he's not being forgiven from Shamaim. And therefore he says, the inverse should also be true. No matter how many times I say I forgive him, if he still has a sin with God, that's not mine to forgive. Just like God can't forgive him for the sin that he did to me, I can't forgive the portion that he owes God. It's not me to do that. Right? Therefore he says this guy is not, not worthy to be on the committee. So he says, he's not worthy to be on the community so until he makes teshuvah. How do you make peace with God? You talk to him, right? No, yeah, yeah this person, but the person himself needs to make teshuvah. Whatever he did, whatever he did, he has to, he has to say, I, I, I realize God, I'm sorry, I have to, there's four stages to it, right? But he has to admit, he, did he has it. to swear Maybe up. Maybe he said he did it. The, oh, he didn't do it? No, how do you know he did it? He, he did. He, no, he acknowledged that he swore falsely already because oh, we, okay, no, we, no. we have an agreement between us. I'm forgiving you for what you did, which means he admitted that he did it already. Right? Which, how so, do you know he's, he's forgiving? He's a clear. God. How do you know he's, he's clear? clear. Anybody he's makes teshuvah properly is automatically forgiven. Oh, automatically forgiven. If you do it real, if it's real teshuvah, it's forgiven. But then. But, but he didn't do it. Because he didn't make teshuvah. He says, go to the rabbi, let the rabbi tell this person how to make proper teshuvah for the sin that he did. And after that, you can put him on the committee. But until then, you have no rights. All he did was. And therefore, that's what he said. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And you trust his decision that he did it. That, he's, well, that he did what? He admitted, he admitted that he did it. Yeah, no, no, okay. Now they're going to know about it. You have to find out. Yeah, yeah, you have to make teshuvah ben adam la makom and teshuvah ben adam machavero. If he did that, and then, then, then okay. If God forgive, I have to forgive also. At that point in time, then maybe the guys know. As a matter so, of comments, he sent me a text, beware. Yeah, I got that also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah from the wind and the stuff. Yeah, they're worried about the They're worried about the. They're worried about the they yeah, they're flashing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Flashing yeah, yeah. Also yeah. A little. <coughs> okay. So, regarding that was regarding uh, elections and you know things like that for for community institutions. The person that they are going to put has to be somebody that's worthy. It's uh, that's worthy. Okay, Yofi. We're looking at a Gemara Masechet Sanhedrin on Daf Kavzayin Amun Aleph towards the bottom of the page. Okay, so. At the end of the line, you'll see there's like five lines at the bottom of the page. End of the line. Barhama, Katal Nafsha. This guy, his name was Barhama. He killed somebody. Ama Leresh Geluta, the head of the uh, of the diaspora, says to Rabbi Ababar Yaakov, Pok Ayenba, go and be judge on this case to tell me what happened. Eva Dai Katal, if he definitely killed, Lekyuhu Leene. We're gonna we're gonna go go gauge his whatever they call it, gauge out his eyes. We're gonna rip his eyes out. Okay? If he killed, we're gonna pull out his eyes. Says Rashi, 
on the right hand side, right across. Right? And this is talking about in Galut already. There was no Bedin. The Sanhedrin is only, only we, only can, we can only have Mitat Bedin by Sanhedrin Agadol in Yerushalayim. And they're in Galut over here. So there's no there's no Mitat Bedin. We can't institute, right? The guy killed, we're supposed to kill him. We can't kill him. So now they, they have, they, we have courts. We still have courts now. But now he says, the, the Resh Geluta, who's the head of the, uh, you know, of all the going, all the Jews, can do whatever he wants. He's like Melech Kimat. So he's saying, go upon it. We have to penal. We can't let people walk around killing. We can't kill them because we don't have the right Bedin. But doesn't mean we can, we can't, you know, punish stop them. Him. Yeah, we're going to punish him seriously. We're going to rip out his eyes. If he, I want, you know, Rabbi, go investigate. Tell me if he really killed somebody. Okay? Because if he did, we're, peel, we're pulling his eyes out. Okay. Atu Two witnesses came. Two, first two witnesses come and say, no, no, we saw, we saw him killed. We know the guy did it, we were there, we watched it, whatever. Vadai Katal means, we know with certainty we were there. So now we have two witnesses that says he did it already. Okay, we should stop the case, it should be over. <coughs> Azal Ihu, he came now, this guy, Bar Hama. He brought two witnesses also. And they testified against one of the first two witnesses. Meaning, two witnesses came, says he killed. So he goes now, he can't, uh, yeah, I can't bring two witnesses, he didn't kill. So he raised two witnesses testifying about one of the witnesses. Trying to discredit one of the witnesses. And he says, <coughs> One of the witnesses that came now said, I saw that guy, that witness, steal. A kav, which is a measurement of kushla's saurim klufim, barley, barley. I saw him steal some uh, uh, a pound of barley. Let's say, right? Ganav yani. V'had amar someone other one. The other witness says kama edidi ganav kata de beturia, whatever that is. She says bet yad shel the handle of a spear. So one guy, they're both saying he's a ganav. One says he ganav, he stole barley. The other one says he stole the, the handle of the spear. Okay, Amar <laughs> So he says about this guy. Now the rabbi says, "My daatich, can it be meir? You think that what we're going to follow to be meir's opinion? Why? Look at what she says. You're testifying now that this guy basically is a ganav, which means we have to suspect maybe that one of the witnesses is is a liar. But he's lying regarding what we at least based on your testimony about money. He stole a barley. He stole, but he testified about a death penalty case. Now, Rabbi Meir's opinion is once you once we, we suspect that you lie, then you lie for everything. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. But Rabbi Meir's opinion is no. Just because you suspected to lie about money doesn't mean you're going to suspect, we're going to suspect you're going to lie about getting somebody killed. Two different things. Okay? And therefore he says, Amale my Can Rabbi Meir? No. Rabbi Meir ve Rabbi Halacha ke Rabbi Whenever there's a machloka between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yoseh, the halacha doesn't follow Rabbi Meir, it follows Rabbi Yoseh. And what does he say? That's his opinion. Even if they were found to be lying about monetary laws, monetary case, they're still valid witnesses for the death penalty case. So very nice that you found that this guy maybe has a, is a little bit of a ganav, but he's not testifying about a monetary case. He testified that you killed somebody, so he's still a valid witness. Okay. Amalar pepe hani mili he says that which you say there's a machloka between the Bimir and the Biyoseh that we would only follow we would follow the Biyoseh that's only if we don't have another Mishnah that has no opinions in it that would follow the Bimir that doesn't follow the Bimir which means if I have a Stam Mishnah no opinions no names and it's coming out like the Bimir's opinion then that means that we're supposed to follow the Bimir in that scenario and apparently in this case 
when it comes to do we suspect people, right, for being liars once we suspect them, we have a Stam Mishnah, apparently. I, I don't, let's, see, let's see if it's here. I don't think we have them. It's one of the other Gemara we didn't bring, but he, it's there, and therefore we should be following the Bimeir. He says, where'd you get that from? Me, my, oh, here, we're going to look for it. Which Mishnah are you saying? There's a Stam Mishnah that would follow the Bimeir that would tell me in our scenario that since he's now suspected for money, I should also suspect him for Dine Nefashot. Ditnan. Kol ladun Dine Nefashot, ra'un ladun Dine Mamonot. Okay, and the Mishnah says anybody who is worthy to be a judge in a death penalty case is worthy to be a judge in a monetary case. That's what it says. Okay, Mana says Mani, who is the author of this Mishnah? Right. According to the Biyose, it can't be because the Biyose says we, we, we have a scenario, to Biyose's opinion, that we have a, 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 a witness who is not worthy in monetary law but is worthy in death penalty cases. Because according to Biyose, they are two different things. If you're lying about one, not necessarily lying about the other one. This one is saying no matter if you're here, you're automatically good here, automatic. And that's not true by the Biyose. El Alav, this has to be the Bimi'ir. Okay, Mimai, my says, how do you know? Dilma Bipsula, you Hasin Kai. Maybe this whole Mishnah that you're talking about, only don't short and Dilma Monot, is really only talking about uh, a um, family uh, testimony, meaning what, yeah, is um, uh, lineage, 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 right? Is it valid? Is a kosher Jew not a kosher Jew? Because if you learn, it says now, if you don't say we're talking about lineage over here, the end of the same Mishnah says, right? Because well, it says over there, someone who's worthy to testify in monetary law, and not worthy to testify in um, death penalty cases. Now, what, what, what would be a scenario of somebody who I could take test testimony when it has to do with money, but I can't take his testimony when it has to do with kill, with, with, with nefashot? What, what would that be? Amai enorai, the itzam bedine nefashot, ra'ul bedine mamonot, ha'divrei akol pasulu, ela pasulu yohasin kai, ha'charai pasulu yohasin kai, they knock out this proof, and therefore that's not the proof, that's not the Mishnah, and rather they go through two, three times of Mishnayot, we're not going to go through all of them, they find the Mishnah that has to do with dine mamonot, and it's clearly like to be me'ir. And therefore, we El Alav go jump down to the bar because we have only a minute left. El Alav to be Meiri to come right, and therefore we found a, we found a, we found the Mishnah that's likely to be Meir, and therefore Kam Barhama Nashke Akareh. Now Barhama got off the hook. We didn't kill him now because we followed to be Meir's opinion. Because because we found this witness to be invalid for monetary law, he's not valid for for, for death penalty cases, and therefore this is the point we need for tomorrow. Let Barhama off the hook for killing. And he now the Barhama turned around and said, From now on, I'm gonna pay your taxes for the rest of your life. To the judge. Okay? Stop here, and now we have to figure out is that valid? Is that is that bribery? Is that no, it's a post? It's after the case is over. Is he allowed to do that? And is it allowed to accept it or not? Okay, continue. Baruch Amen.